0: One of the more common questions that we get from people is what to do with their puppies that are biting them. Now, I address this in our puppy video, eight weeks to eight months. But this next video is a clip from Michael Ellis that was videoed at his school for dog trainers in California. Two or three times a year, Michael holds a class on puppy development. This video came out of that class.
1: That's not working, dude. So I can win at that stage without pr- progressing and escalating it, right? So one of the best things uh, that you do if a dog uh, aggresses back is to be as non-responsive as possible. Right? So to have the dog think that he's not having an effect on you is important, right? So if a dog's acting aggressively towards you, um, one of the worst things you can do is really get really worked up, lots of yelling, screaming, flailing, that kind of stuff, is bad news, right? The dog's definitely knows you having an effect. The calmer I am, the better off I am. So with little puppies like that, I'll usually just grab a hold of them and let them bite me and just act like nothing's happening to me, right? I'm just going to knock it off. And the thing about it is, with a puppy at that age, you can let them bite you. If a 12-week-old puppy. It hurts, but you're not going to go to the hospital, right? It's not the end of the world, right? So they can bite you, but an 18-month-old, obviously, you can't let them bite you, right? Then at that point, you have to overpower them. You have to have some other way of stopping them from doing it, Um, but at that age, uh, you can pretty much say, like, hey, sorry, this isn't working, and you can't do anything to me, right? Um, So I think it would be uncommon for, uh, exceedingly uncommon, even, for a 12-week-old puppy to go through that and then still want to bite you. That'd be really unusual, but it's not impossible. You could easily have a puppy that would want to come, that it's possible that a puppy could want to come back on you after you did that. Um, but the best thing is to be as non-responsive as possible. Don't back down. Don't let them get out of the situation, but also don't act like you're, they're creating a big fact, like lots of people start yelling, screaming, overacting, trying to pin them down and all that kind of thing. Just stop out as calmly as you can. I liken it to the fact that if I came up to someone on the street and punched them as hard as I could and they just smiled at me, I would immediately defer. Like You're obviously much tougher than I am and that's the same kind of thing there. If the puppy's biting you and you're like, yeah, whatever, and it's not stopping you, at some point, you've seen it like lots of people do it with the, uh, um, little dogs that have biting problems. You just put on a pair of welding gloves and you go grab them and they bite the snot out of you and you sit there like okay done now all right good doggy <laughs> and pretty soon they're like wow that doesn't work at all right but they're used to having that work for them so that's one if you can if you can be non-responsive i can't have a two-year-old german shepherd and stand there and let the dog bite me obviously <laughs> then you do go to the hospital so you, in those cases you have to stop those things but this is a complicated subject and that the, the dogs switch from Uh, like social aggression where they're responding uh, aggressively because they don't want to do something or I'm pushing them to do something and they respond aggressively there's some dogs that will be aggressive in those circumstances and other dogs that won't and that switches from that mode to uh, a self-defense mode sometimes very quickly and we don't necessarily see them switching right and dogs that are in self-defense mode no good stuff ever happens there like they don't, it's not like they learned their lesson when they're in self-defense mode. So if you panic them, if you come onto them too hard to the point where they think they, they don't have a choice but to keep fighting back, at that point, they're not learning anything. They didn't learn to defer to you, they didn't learn anything. They, their brain just goes unclear, they're fighting for their life, and they're not thinking, and there's no good lessons that come from those kinds of things. They're thankfully uncommon, and if you're raising your own puppies, then it's really, really uncommon, right? And the reason it is, is as you raise a puppy, you have all these opportunities as the dog grows up to subtly control the relationship, right, without having to have a big fight. So the little things that we do, like you have to, I I hold you here and you have to sit here until I tell you you can go. Uh, You have to wait at doors. You have to do these other things. And the training starts to come in. We do our normal handling drills. So by the time they're older, we've already kind of subtly established ourselves as in charge. So you don't ever have the big fight.
0: The entire foundation of Michael Ellis' training system is covered in the two DVDs that he and I did together, titled The Power of Training Dogs with Food, and the power of playing tug with your dogs. You can go to our website and watch short video clips on these DVDs and read about them. Our Leerberg website has close to 300 free streaming videos. If you're new to our newsletter, you may want to visit the library of these videos. We also have a large selection of dog training DVDs.